Yeah, yeah, check one, two, check one, two. Is this mic on? Is this mic on? Hey, listen, man. It's the one and only trendsetter DJ Sense, and you're listening to Cocktails. Dirty Discussions with Kiki and Medina Monroe. Yeah. Okay, today's cocktail is called About Last Night. This is These are the ingredients that you're going to need. So an ounce of tres agaves reposado tequila. I like Casamigos. One ounce of fresh squeezed blood orange juice. One ounce of blood orange liqueur. Two dashes of orange bitters. And one ounce of menage a trois prosecco. This is my type of drink. This is how you're going to make it. Combine all the ingredients except the Prosecco, shake and strain into a sparkling glass. What's a sparkling glass? Float Prosecco on top, garnish with the orange twirl. About last night. <laughs> About last night. About mm. last night. Mm. What'd you do last night, sleep? What? <laughs> I, well, first of all, first of all, I took this ponytail out last night. It was tight, huh? Brittany helped me. I had a horrific headache i was like i can't do this we went to the the we went to greenbrier mall i was trying to find a, a outfit at the little oh. ghetto girl stores you know yeah. them my spots i go to the little mama seat stores and i'd be like eight dollars give me that everyone's like where'd you get your live show outfit for eight dollars at the mama seat stores stop playing um but i took my ponytail <laughs> out put it back in today mm-hmm. because you did a good job no no no. i didn't do it you know oh, i can't do it. i hair. thought you had come a long way you were like i took it out i thought you had the confidence no, to bro. put it back i Never took mind. it out i was gonna let my head breathe <laughs> and Cola was like, well, we got to bring my birthday in, right? Like, I want to go to the U-Bar and have just a ratchet birthday turn up. And I was like, are you sure that's what you want to do? She's like, yeah. I was like, Cola, I can't go. I just took my plans off. She's like, it's okay. I'm just coming. I'm just going to redo it. I couldn't turn it down. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> Snatch me up again. So now I have a excruciating headache all over again, a fresh one. Bless your heart. Did you take some Advil? No. You don't take medicine like I that, do huh? some. I need to. Okay, yeah. That's what I do when my hair is too tight, and I just lay down and sit still, and then usually I get drunk. Bitch, I need a Vicodin. That's, ba- That's how bad this pain is. I got is. a hydrocodone. Oh, wait. It's at the house. Sorry. Um, what'd you do last night? What did I do? Um, drooled on my pillow, slept tired. on the uh, plane. Yeah, because I didn't come back till late last night. I thought my plane, my flight was at a different time. It was an hour before I thought, and I'm glad that I checked in enough time to make it to the airport in time and everything be okay. But um, I kind of drunk. Mm-mm. Oh, I wasn't drunk. I just I mixed up my um, Houston and Dallas flight times. Mm, that's easy to do. Mm-hmm. Look at us traveling for live shows, I know, right? <laughs> So that was it. I needed a day though. I took yesterday off, but I... I'm not doing that next weekend. So I'm gonna be complaining. Get ready. I really wish I would have taken it off. It's a lot to travel and like coordinate everything. But thank you to everybody who came out to the show. I hope y'all had a good time. Thank you. It was fun. Y'all did have a good time. It was a lot of people. The after party. I had so much fun. What'd you do on Sunday? Sunday. Oh, I woke up um, after being freshly fucked. Uh huh. So you should have a cocktail. (laughs) (laughs) I'm always trying to catch you. You really be catching it too. Um, and then I kind of like laid in the room for a little bit because I was tired, bruh. 
and I needed to scrape my makeup off. You know when you get your makeup done, you really have to spend time scraping it off and then yeah. letting your face relax, peeling the glue off of your eyelashes. Ordered some room service, had the rest of my champagne and the rest of my mezcal tequila. I was lit. And then I hit up Jasmine because she said mm -hmm. she wanted to go and like watch the game somewhere. Mm -hmm. And what we ended up doing was going to um, uh, Seaside. Mm -hmm. We went to Seaside. And then it's funny because I saw this guy there that I met at Texas Relays a very long time ago in what? high school, bro. Remember everyone used to go to Texas Relays? I never got to go. Oh, my mom let me go one time. And I met this dude. His name was Jonathan. Mm -hmm. And he's a huge DJ in Houston. I didn't know. Oh, and I wow. saw him. And we used to be, we met each other. And we were like in love. But I was in high school. I couldn't see him. And I lived in in, in Texas. I lived in uh, Arlington. Uh -huh. And then he lived in Houston. And he oh. was like, he was grown, but he wasn't like pedophile grown. He was like maybe like College? 19 or something. Yeah. And so we never saw each other again. We'd always text and message each other. And, and I never oh, saw him again God. until I saw him the other day. And I was like, he was like, Medina. And I was like, Jonathan. It was really funny. He was like, oh, my gosh, I still love you. I was like, I love you. Oh, my God. And that's where I was. I was <laughs> so dramatic. the mimosas at Seaside, falling in love with another nigga. Oh, my god! And then I went to the airport and forgot my garment bag. Yes. Jasmine had to come drop it off mm -hmm. after she just got freshly fucked. She was like, I got a dick appointment, and then I'm going to come bring the luggage. I was like, all right, girl, I'm probably going to be sitting here a while. I'm just passing time. I have nowhere to be today. Um, I don't know why I made my flight so late. I think it's so I didn't have to rush in the morning. But um, what did we do? Oh, I hosted a party at... Um, Whatever the place is called. I, I keep saying it wrong, so I don't want to repeat it. Um, I went there. I went to this place called Axis and Alibi and had some amazing tacos outside of the club. Outside of the club like tacos. Well, it wasn't a truck. It was just like a random grill just Maybe out the there. Those tacos. are the best ones. The girl didn't really speak English good. They it got was that like, little cilantro and onions chopped up. Yes, mixed together. It was so good. And then um, I had a dick appointment. That's Maybe that'll be my cocktail. Was it good? Um, I did something very predictable, and I'll just tell y'all about it later. Aww. Yeah, but that was my weekend. It was good. Oh, I had that birthday dinner. It was fun. I'm sure y'all saw me talk about it on Instagram. And if you didn't, you should be following us. Because all y'all don't follow us, and I don't understand why. Yeah, that's weird. Hmm. Anyway, moving on to weird sex. You said a man is not a necessity. A man is a luxury. Like dessert. Yeah. Man, it's absolutely not necessity. Did you mean that to sound mean and bitter? Oh, not at all. I adore dessert. I love men. I think men are the coolest. But you don't really need them to live. So, this week's Weird Sex, I actually found on Maxim. And I was thinking about my slip-up at the live show when I was trying to show you my screen for sexting. And I showed oh, half of the form. audience. Um, I don't know who it was. But somebody was having sex in this uh, this thing. Who knows who it was? Because it surely couldn't have been me. Anyway, mm. <laughs> um, it, CNN in Boston a couple of years ago broadcast porn on their channel for 30 minutes. Somebody got fired. <laughs> Somebody got more than fired. So they broadcast it for 30 minutes. It only went to um, the people in Boston for whatever reason it was like through their that specific uh, cable provider. Mm -hmm. 
But they did it for 30 minutes. It was horrible. And then um, they also said that something similar happened in a Target where somebody was playing porn through the speakers in a Target for like 20 minutes. Somebody does that on purpose. Because how does that happen on accident? I feel like that was definitely on purpose. Somebody is back there. They were about to get fired. They were like, let me go out with a bang. And this is what it's going to be. Now, the person who put... How do you even get the porn on the TV? What are you doing back there? When hacks like that happen, I just be like, can y'all please hack into Sally Mae and delete my student loans? Can you just delete just a piece? Put some money in my bank account. It's just digital numbers. It's not even like gold. You just want to put porn on the TV. Look at the girl's booty. (laughs) Well, they had to blur it out (laughs) on here. but. But anyway, that's weird sex. So if you work in television, be careful. And if you work at Target, stop being trifling because there's no reason for you to be playing anything over the intercom that's going to be playing for any amount of time. There's babies in there. Okay, so now we have an ad from one of our sponsors, and then we will introduce you to our guest. Okay. Hey, ladies. Are you looking for something fly and sexy to wear to the Dallas live show? Me and Kiki got you. Olivia Vaughn Boutique has everything you need. Shop at OliviaVaughn.com and get 15% off with the code COCKTAILS. That's C-O-C-K-T-A-L-E-S. So you can look fine at the show. Follow them on IG at Olivia underscore Vaughn and... At the glitzy sophisticate. You know what you weren't to Elijah? No. <laughs> Bruh. We're not even gonna go there. We're about to introduce y'all to this. Don't guest. stress me out. Y'all, we have Jane in the house. I don't know if you go by like a a do you have like a persona? You just go by Jane. I'm plain Jane on fat. Uh plain but Jane, Jane absolutely is what I go by normally from, you know, Randos. What's up, plain Jane? Thank you. Which who you're not plain? What? Yeah, because I saw this that's long not why list. I. That's like, not what? why I picked that name why at all. Why did you pick that name? What? Well, plain also means direct, straightforward, and abrupt. All things you will soon find that I am very much so. Mm-hmm. And then it's an instant compliment. Usually, people are like, "You're not plain," and I'm like, "What?" That's true. <laughs> Shut up. That's so it, it 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 actually is pretty accurate for me. Um, and then also, again, it strokes my ego, which is also very nice. I, I like being that. stroked. Where are you from? <laughs> I'm from Ohio, originally. Cool. How long have you been here? Fuck. Too long. More than a, a few a few decades, you know, a couple years. So you're kind of from Atlanta. Shut up. <laughs> Stop you. <laughs> okay, so here on Cocktails, we like to not only loosen you up with a little Kirkland's tequila. I see that. Ah, uh, But we also like to play a game. Okay. So we're going to play a nice little game of this or that. I mean, you can get naked. I'm cool with that. <laughs> we can, like, skip the game now, and you can do that now. We you can both do that. Yep. And cool, we get I'm on top of the soundboard. And awesome. I'm here for it. We fuck the microphones. No, I'm playing. And the oh, game. Well, <laughs> probably going to break some. So we're just going to do a quick little this or that, and I'm going to let Kiki go. So the way it, go- it goes is, like, we'll give you something or something, and you pick which one you would rather. Okay. Cool. Okay. Would you rather give head or receive? Oh. Ooh. Male or female? Mm, female. Female? Give, for sure. Mm-mm-mm. I'd rather receive. I mean, honestly, I'd just rather oh. receive. <laughs> well, I like to I like to can take control. So I really uh-huh. like dominating someone, taking control, deciding whether they come or they one. cry. So oh. I decide that, not her. So that's ultimately why I like to, to give head more than receive. Well, huh. That's, that's, uh, 
Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Would you rather, I hope, this or that, penetration or just, would it be clit stimulation? Is that the right way? As far as receiving? No, just like, yeah, receiving. Receiving. What am I being penetrated with? A penis. A penis or stimulation. Man, it depends on the dick, man. Because What kind of dicks do you like? (sighs) Girth is super important. Yes, Um, it is. And I really like a lovely dick. You know, something that's pretty to look at. Mm -hmm. Something that feels good in the mouth. Like Mm -hmm. good mouth feel. You know what I mean? Nice and smooth. Yeah, when you put it in, it just feels like, yeah, I want to suck this cock, right? And then it should look pretty. Like if it's an ugly cock, I will pass What do we think makes a cock ugly? Um, so first of all, hygiene is super important, yes, right? Is. Because like you can have a gorgeous dick, but if your cock stinks, mm-hmm. I'm not interested. Right. Mm-hmm. And then I think, you know, I love it when it bulges a little bit, when it looks super eager, when it pokes out, and it's you like, see, like the veins. Yeah. And it's throbbing. It's like, mm-hmm. hello. Yeah. I'm, I'm a big fan of like a big oh, throbbing it. veiny. I like cock. nice smooth skin color on it. Like mm. I know some parts will be different, but I hate when it's a little splotchy. Yeah, me too. And like mm. fucking put some lotion on that motherfucker. Okay, because like dicks get ashy because they're skin. So like smooth that fucker up. Okay, you're already jerking it off. Put some little oils or some lotion on while you're doing it. I like manscaping too. Keep yes. it, you don't have to be bald. I like mm-hmm. it bald. It's easier. Yeah. Um, but if you don't want to be bald, you can just like trim it down. Yeah, you I don't want hair like in my wild. teeth. I don't want yeah. hair in my teeth. I don't want it in my nose. You'll oh, do no. that later. Like no, in your nose. So I like some hair. I like a lot of hair because I want to know I'm fucking a man and not a 12 year old boy. So because that's you, know, oh, so you like you it to be are like reading. My mind, right. because that was my next question totally hair or no fine. hair so it depends with a woman I uh-huh. like some hair because I like to pull on it and do some shit to it right but with a man I'm a little particular about what kind of men I like I like mm-hmm. men that are very um lean much more masculine because I like to play with gender mm-hmm. so if you're a little feminine I there's no there's nothing for me to I can't fuck with you I can't feminize you mm-hmm. but if you're extremely masculine the sadist in me demands that you must be feminized in every way uh-huh. for my own delight and joy. So having that hair is great because then I shave. I will shave my, my my name in it. I'll make little designs in it. Right? I will Do you also... ever put rhinestones? No, because that's a waste to. of good rhinestones, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> no. So like I said, I, I think uh, I love, um, I really like a, a nice cock that like but beckons me to suck it, you know? Wow. Feels good in the mouth. She took my one about oh, the did. hair and no so, hair. So. Since you talked <laughs> about okay. male and female, who? What do you prefer, male or female? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. I I don't even uh, care about gender either. Mm-hmm. So like mm-hmm. someone outside of the two binary genders is totally cool with me too. I I like trans. I love someone that looks very. Uh, uh, androgynous mm-hmm. where I'm like what the fuck are you I must find out mm-hmm. so um, I love that but what I don't love is when I'm I'm told I can't touch something or can't have it because uh, then I, I just want it more so that's difficult for me for people that struggle with body dysmorphia mm-hmm. like that's hard for me because all I want to do is appreciate someone's body yeah so um, but otherwise I don't care about gender like that's just have you always been like that no no mm-hmm. I absolutely was a very straight black woman. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to get hit on all the time by women. Mm-hmm. And my um, my ex-husband, um, then my husband was like, why aren't you fucking these women? But I was very conditioned to think that like black people don't do that shit, right? Yeah. So um, it wasn't until I um, 
started to become more comfortable with myself that I started having sex with women. That was before I got into the king community. And then I just, I hoard myself out shamelessly with women because I was like, oh my God, pussy is awesome. So and it's so I, easy to do it with women. You're not technically a whore. Well, like, it depends. I mean, black women are traditionally very difficult for me to fuck. I mean, I, I find it's a lot easier to fuck people that are not black because the stigma of, of being a black woman, it's difficult to connect with other black women unless you know for sure that they're into women. Mm-hmm. So, Those I mean. facts. Yeah. Even if it's not sexual. Yes, exactly. I mean, I, I can remember... Um, before I even got in the king community, my best friend and I, we were so hot for each other, but we still have not fucked to this day. And it's Why? because because she's all fucking weird about it, mm-hmm. right? Have y'all ever talked about it? Oh, yeah. We were like, we had a fuck appointment. And when it came to it, she sat there looking like, well, I don't know. I don't know. And I tried to make a move on her. And she was just like, this is so weird. I'm like, bitch, I'm trying to fuck you. What you think this happened? Like, right? Like, so, and I, so I don't, I don't fuck virgins anymore because it's um, just too difficult. Well, uh, so in my sport fucking days when I was just fucking because somebody was Asian or because they were black, I'm like, oh, shit, I'll fuck you. You know, like Uh um, I didn't have as much discretion in who I was having sex with. So I I slept with a coworker. It was the first time she'd ever had sex with a woman. And I tied her up and made her beg to come. Apparently that resonated with her. Mm -hmm. She started to stalk me a little bit. And uh, she broke into my office. I was the finance manager and uh, like left shit in my office. They fired her. What she did showed she up, leave in your office? Just like, I love you. Be with me. Because she actually, she had packed up her kids and showed up at my house Whoa. talking about she was going to leave her husband and we could run away together. Sis, you like, put it on her. Sis was like, I need this. I wanted to get tied up. Fuck the family. I don't care about my husband. I wish I could say that was the last time that kind of thing happened to me. It took me like two more times of that kind of situation of fucking virgins mm-hmm. for uh-huh. me to be like, don't oh, be fucking virgins no more. Kiki, have you ever fucked a virgin? We've never actually talked about that. A virgin man. You fucked a virgin man? The man I lost, well, the boy, I lost my virginity to. (laughs) I can't get the word out. I don't even know what it is anymore. Um, The man I lost my virginity to was a virgin as well. I do not recommend that, you guys. If you can avoid it, do it. Have you had sex with a virgin since then? Since, like, you weren't a virgin and he was? Not a virgin man. Let me think about the women. I was, well, I mean, you're only a virgin once. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> well, I was thinking like a virgin with women, you know, yeah. like never been with a woman. But no. Huh. Me yeah. neither. I've no, wait. It. That's a lie. I forgot. <laughs> there was a girl who had never been with a girl before. How did that go? Um, It, it wasn't a good experience that. Um, did you turn her out? N- no. I it, can't it, be She fucking... was too scared. She was too timid. See, that's, why that's I what I'm saying. I ain't got time it. for that like, shit. Like you talked all this shit and it's like, well, we're all here. It was a threesome situation. It wasn't oh. even just me and her. So it's like, well, bitch, you can actually go because I'm still going to get some dick. <laughs> you can sit and watch. You can lay there and pretend to be asleep. Don't be laying you in the mix. middle of the bed. You Whatever can you You mix. could hold the camera. <laughs> I mean, make yourself useful if you're going to hang out. Yeah. What the fuck? Mm. I can't do the. I don't think I can do the virgin thing, especially like the girl virgin Mm-mm. thing. Like I don't want to teach you. I don't no. want to teach you, and I also just want. Let's just get down and nasty already. Like it's unless you I'm walk into some bitch. shit and you're just already like, I'm ready to spit on some pussy. I got it. I know I am doing it for, but I'm gonna do it. Okay, cool. Because I was like that. When even yeah, still, the kind of sex scared. I'm gonna have, is I wasn't so scared. Kinky. It's that Mm-mm. part. I wasn't scared. The first time I had sex with a woman, I really wasn't scared. Like I was like, I, okay. I was looking for it. Yeah. So I, was I like, guarantee when you have sex with me for the first time, you're fucking scared. No, I'm already scared <laughs> she said before i was just like girl you got people leaving notes in your office trying to leave their families and run away I... 
Do you sound like you got voodoo pussy? You do. I, I don't need no parts. I, I don't. Let me just it. say it's lined in platinum. So. <laughs> Obviously, we already delved into the conversation. Um, so before we get deeper into this, Jane, who are you? So I'm Jane. I'm 25. I'm from Long Beach, California, and I like long beach on the long walks on the beach in Pina Coladas. Um, no, I've been in the uh, BDSM kink community for almost 12 years now. And can mm-hmm. you tell us what BDSM is, just for some of our listeners who might not know? Bondage, domination, uh, sadomasochism. Uh, so it is affectionately called kink. Mm-hmm. in uh, our community. I'm also highly involved with the leather community as well, which just sort of means it's it's another subculture of the BDSM com- community as well. So I teach probably at least 20 different classes on BDSM, on polyamory, master-slave dynamics, as well as female domination as well as sexual domination. So I get off on doing this shit. And for me, it's a 24-7 thing. It's not something I just do on the weekends. Mm -hmm. I've worked really hard to align my life so that I can live most authentic to myself. So this is how I live. My mom knows. My family knows. When they first found out, well, I say found out, did you just tell them? No, so they don't know about kink or BDSM because that's how I fuck. So that'd be like telling my mom, like, oh, I like to do a doggy style and, like, Mm -hmm. I like to suck cock. She don't need to know all that, right? But she knows I'm Polly. She knows that I have, uh, we live in an FLR, which is female-led relationships. So she knows I run the fucking show at my house. Like, she literally bought me for Christmas a little notepad that says Boss Lady. So <laughs> and those are, that's like, you didn't just get that for decoration. That's like no, a fact. No, like, and this is who I am. When you, when Jane was texting me and told me she was coming, she was like, I'm bringing my fiance slave. Yeah, and I see him. He's here. He's yeah. here. And he's he just sitting be, on he the couch. Be <laughs> well, she, we already know she got voodoo pussy. It's wine and platinum. <laughs> So I guess that's how you get a fiance slave. I want one. I'm, I need to come to a class. <laughs> I need to come to a goddamn class too. But I, I may not want on the one. I don't think I'll excel you don't in the one. class. You don't want one. You don't want. Just, it's a lot of work. It's not easy. I only want them sometimes. People think like of, a babysitting a dog. That, uh, domination or being a dominant or as I call myself, I'm a femme master daddy. Okay, so the daddy means I take care. Well, right? no, no, no. I don't want that part. But oh, go you ahead. don't want to take care. Yeah. Oh. I don't want it either. But you go ahead. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> no, no, not to you, just me. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So for me, it means, you know, being a daddy means I take care, I discipline, I nurture, right? Mm-hmm. Being a master means I love. Uh, I'm invested in him, not just for today, but five years from now, 10 years from now. I am invested in his success, right? Not just as it relates to me. If it means that I need to release him so that he can be successful, then that's what I need to do, mm-hmm. right? So a master means that you go above and beyond yourself and you look out for your 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 slaves best interest because they've put their entire responsibility in life in your hands so so that's so a lot of does pressure. the exactly slave, does he never mind uh, does i didn't he know work oh girl does yes please well, come on out come on out <laughs> yes okay, i didn't know if it's like you're like you sit at home um no 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 so so how we operate is based on sort of what my ideal lifestyle has always been i just didn't know it was an option growing up as a little black woman right mm-hmm. so i run my house like a 1950s house only instead of the man wearing the pants i wear the pants mm-hmm. so yes my little my little boo works. He keeps a nice little job, right? He's mm-hmm. given a, a, a nice little allowance so he can do what he needs to do. I manage the money in the house. He manages pretty much the house. He takes care of the kitchen, the cleaning. Oh, my God. He does laundry like nobody's business. Mm-hmm. Um, and my biggest responsibility is the breadwinner. So I take care of the home. I make mm-hmm. sure that things are, are paid 
I manage our schedule. Mm -hmm. Um, I make sure he gets what he needs, takes care of himself. He's required to have a therapist. He's required to exercise and he's required to pay for all of that. So I uh, invoke personal responsibility in everything that I do. So just because I provide for you does not mean that I am somehow going to be codependent with you. Mm -hmm. How do you find him? Him? Yeah. I find found him at the local BDSM um, club when I'm going hunting for a new part. That's what I call it because I'm very primal. <laughs> Remember what we used to call it hunting? Yeah, we're going yes. hunting or hunting. going fishing. We were yeah. never successful. But. We weren't. We would get something. We would be the ones getting hunted. <laughs> That's why I said I don't know that this would be your idea because mm -mm. I'm very much a huntress, right? So I mm -hmm. go out looking. And um, when I met him, he told me he was the dominant. And I said, uh-huh, okay. Okay, that's cute. And before the end of the night, he was begging me to beat him and whip him. And I beat him and whipped him. And we had an amazing connection. Um, and the next day, I was going to check on him. And he was already texting me, asking me when he could see me again. When can we do this again? So he's oh, wow. substantially younger than I am. So uh -huh. I was like, no, no, you're too young. Mm -hmm. And he kept on coming. He was like, mm -mm, I want that. I want that. So I told him straight up, like, I'm looking for submissive. And I won't accept anything less. He didn't even know what the fuck that was. And he was like, okay, all right, I'll do it. <laughs> So no, have y'all met each other's parents? Uh, yeah. Actually, and what do his parents think? They love me. Do they know about this? No. Okay. Because like you said, what like they do know it. is that his life is completely turned around because of me. Mm -hmm. That's why they mm. love me. So when I met him, he worked at a gas station. Now he works at a, a law, a very successful law firm downtown. Mm -hmm. Right. So. Um, when I met him, he was on probation. I told him I don't date men on probation. So he was off of probation within three months. How? Because I inspire people to do as I want. Oh. Right. So that's that's what I offer within domination. Right. Mm -hmm. It's inspiring people to want to please you. Mm -hmm. Right. So mm -hmm. you've seen femdoms do it in different ways. They do it financially. I do it with a relationship. Well, do you mm -hmm. know how to make somebody that you're in a relationship with oh, pay your bills? Yes. Uh, how? <laughs> <laughs> you have to inspire them. What do you have to offer? Why should he pay your bills? Mm -hmm. What do you offer? Okay. Right. So part of what so. What I do in my vanilla world actually mm -hmm. is I negotiate multi-million dollar contracts and deals, right? Mm -hmm. So I am paid to influence people. Mm -hmm. That's what I do for a living. Literally, I've been paid to go to conferences on how to influence people. Mm -hmm. So the first thing I ask when I'm trying to influence someone or control them is what is their currency? Mm -hmm. What do they want? What does he want? If you want him to pay your bills, you already know what you want. Mm -hmm. What does he want? What have you given him to inspire him to give you what you want? Hmm. Y'all heard that? It's coming straight from it. plain Jane. <laughs> I'm like, well, what do I, what am I giving? Exactly. So like... most people don't think about this, but most relationships are transactional, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And they are. we are foolish enough to expect people to read our minds and give us what we want. But why should they when we don't give them what they want? Right. We play this little game that we've been trained to play based on television and on social media. If you want a boy to like him like you, you have to make him jealous. That's foolish. If you want a boy to like you, you tell him to like you. Right. You give him no other choice but to see how fucking awesome you are. And if he doesn't get it, then he's clueless and you move on. Mm -hmm. Right. So I'm pretty direct, as I mentioned before. Mm -hmm. Very straightforward. So you either like me or you don't. Mm -hmm. I'm not everyone's cup of tea and that's OK because I don't want to steep everyone's tea bag. Right. Mm -hmm. So I make that decision straight on when I meet someone, if we're going to be compatible, if they are going to have any traits that I want to evoke 
can I activate them in any way that's going to make them receptive to what I have to offer? Mm -hmm. So I know what my talents are. I know what my skills are. I know how I can compliment someone. Why would I look for someone who would look to be my alpha? I need a beta. So I look for people who compliment me. Hmm. I've just never heard a woman want a beta. Oh, yeah. This is interesting. What do I need an alpha for? All we're going to do is this. you don't need an alpha. Yeah. All we're going to do is fight. I'm just saying, personally, I've just never, because normally most women are like, you want an alpha. Here's the thing. Most women aren't like that. So if you look in the history of civilization, we all start, we all started out under a matriarchal society, right? Mm -hmm. So many of the world's greatest kingdoms, including, you know, you look at the UK, right, is ruled by a woman, right? So whether we like it or not, that's a part of our history, right? Women are always in control. You look at a lot of black homes today, who's in charge? The woman is in charge, right? We play this game that the men are in charge. Why? Well, honestly, because sometimes I don't want the stress of having to be in charge. Being the boss either, is a like a lot. In our households, the daddies be gone. So that's why the women are in <laughs> charge. Okay, because you, you got go. to. That's, yeah. that's my point. It. That's exactly my point. So we create this society where we believe as women, we're always looking for daddy because he ain't been there. Right? And what I want to see is Did that you we. you grow up with your parents, both in the household? No, no, no. No, no, no. No, my mom's a, a single parent. Mm-hmm. All that she remarried when I was like 16, 17, mm-hmm. whatever. But what my point in, in this is showing that there are options, right? So we all grew, grew up thinking that there's only one way to lead a house. The man's supposed to be in charge, right? That's what the Bible says, right? But the point is, is we're supposed to decide for ourselves what works. Why should I put somebody else in charge who's not good at being in charge, oh, right? Mm-hmm. right? Who can't that. manage the motherfucking money, mm-hmm. who don't know how to do shit? <laughs> Right. Like I'm a financial analyst. I know how to do this. I went to law school. This is what I do. Can you help me? So, (laughs) you know, I'm going to look for for people that compliment me instead of looking for someone that I'm going to have to fight for control with. Right. Mm -hmm. Who's not going to make me happy. Right. Is that what your past relationship, your ex-husband was like? I thought he was an alpha. No, he was a beta. (laughs) He was a submissive. No, I thought he was. And here I was trying to give him my power. I kept trying to give him my power and going Mm -hmm. here. You lead. you and, and what happened was he went into bankruptcy. Oh, hell no. Klaus foreclosed. He became an alcoholic, right? Oh. That's a lot of pressure for someone. And that is not pleasing you. No, nor is that me. Is that who I am, right? Mm-hmm. So like you said, it's tough work being in charge, but that's who I am. Do I want breaks sometimes? Oh, yeah. He and I talk about that all the time. I need you to make a motherfucking decision today, right? <laughs> that, what we eat? I can see myself I said, doing what we that. Eat? I don't know, baby. What do we eat? I, that's why you, you. That's why I don't look for doormats. He is the most stubborn fucking person I know. He's infuriating. There's a reason we've been together six years, and it's just now taking me this long to say yes to him. Okay? Because he's been wanting to get married for a while, mm-hmm. right? Because I look for strong-willed people. I want someone who's not codependent. We're interdependent, so that if I need to say, listen, you need to make a decision, he can pull up a list of restaurants and say, based on what I, he knows I like, and say, listen, you want carabas, you want. Chicken egg or you want IHOP? IHOP sounds great, right? I still made the decision, but I didn't have to do the work of figuring it out, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So, like, that's what he provides is the ability for me to lead because he's following, right? If I got to fight with somebody about who's leading, then that's more work. But if you have someone who is willing to follow you, even when you're tired, even when you're sick, I had surgery last year, he stepped up. 
under my guidance, under my leadership. Mm -hmm. I tell this story all the time. We were on a beach one day. We were in Charleston. It was dark as hell. And I said, I want to take a moonlit walk on the beach. And he was like, honey, the moon's not out. And I was like, I don't give a damn. Let's go for a walk. So we're on the beach and it is pelting us with sand and the wind is going crazy and there's no moon, right? Mm -hmm. And it is pitch black. We can't see a thing. And I am still walking through and he's following me. He's not saying a fucking word. And at one point I'm like, you know what? Let's turn back. It is really dark and I'm tired and like I'm not getting my moonlit walk, right? Mm. So we turn back, right? And still he's in front of me, only the wind has changed and now it's pelting us even more. So hard that both of us have to take our glasses off. Just then, I, I, he like reaches behind me, grabs my hand from behind and says, you lead. He's in front of me mm -hmm. and he says, you lead. I'll go wherever you tell me. And just in that moment, the clouds open up and the moon comes out. Jane, it was like, are you putting spells on niggas? That sounds like it. <laughs> spell. And what's the food that you put? Did Actually, you wait, period you blood in his grits and say it was hot sauce? Did you say period blood? Oh, oh my God. The Jamaican people don't want it's spaghetti, girl. Oh. <laughs> That's a, like, that would be obvious as fuck. Right. So period <laughs> blood is my whole That's paprika. That's spaghetti. Next event. I'm about to go and be like, oh, we got an event class. coming up now. When? If you really, if you really want to change your life, we got an event coming up for Flair. That's female-led, authority-inspired relationships. It's October 5th at 1763. It's an all-day event. What's great is it's it's called Heaven and Hell. Ooh. All day, it's heavenly delights. So we're going to do things on service, foot rubs. Will there be man candy? Oh, God, yes. So we have foot stools out for people ready to give foot massages. Ready. Ready oh. and waiting to give foot service, foot That's massages. So we're doing classes on sexuality, on sacred pleasure, on, um, oh, erotic shaving. We've got all kinds of things. So we've got full-bodied S&M. We've got foot reflexology. And then at night... We've got a, a prisoner coming out doing her sadistic game. She's a prisoner? A presenter. Yeah, so she's oh, going to do... Oh, um, a presenter. I thought you oh. said a prisoner. Oh, this bitch coming from Rice Street? Damn, nah, 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 nah. That would be so funny. You know how some of them get work release? <laughs> Could you imagine if you got work That would be crazy. No, Whoa. so at night it's going to be sadistic games. So okay. it's, she's going to bring out her game, uh, her wheel of misfortune. So you spin the wheel and see mm -hmm. what happens to you. And we'll have foot service out. We'll have slaves ready to give foot Foot worship, they're ready and waiting. They've been begging to have some feet put in front of you them, know, right? We need to be there because that's what you know how we always talk about where do you find the men that want to pay for pictures of feet? We're about to find them. Oh my they're god. They're all in there. They so like he will worship the foot. We're teaching a class on body and foot worship. You mm -hmm. have to see him suck my toes, girl. Like, mm, mm, mm. Whoa. <sighs> yes. Like it makes my it makes it my makes bits tingle. me giggle because it tickles. So like, you if know you, when you get a pedicure, they do that scrub. Uh -huh. you, like, you haven't had it done sensually. I haven't because I, I get nervous that it's gonna be like a pedicure, mm -mm. and I'm like, ooh, I get I get weird, girl. I get I wet. Just, I get, I get weird wet about it because I don't know where to look. I'm you look like, at you look right at his face and let and watch him as he is just enjoying you, and you look at him and you say, "Yeah, you like that bitch." You look right at him. 
And you I'm s- going to try that tonight. See, right but see, here's happens. the thing. You got to be careful because this, this, you this, this, this the wrong person. Maybe lay out the bitch. Maybe leave out the bitch. Maybe leave out the bitch. You say you like that. You punched in your chin. But this one tonight, I don't think he he's more of a beta than Al. Oh, that's why I really don't like him like that. But I'm trying to go get some stories. Why not? Because I don't want to be doing all of that leading everything all the time. Like, I like that in other areas of my life, but like in romantic relationships, I don't want to do that. Well, I'm happy to oblige if you want. Oh, okay. I can't wait to learn <laughs> from some shit from you, Jane. I know. You I'm really, really taking I'm her like, tips tonight. And I'm y'all, she's back. talking about her fiance. He's here. It's not like we talking and he not here. He is here. Yeah. She's not lying. And so he's one of three partners I have. I have that's two what girlfriends. I, want to ask you about. Yeah, I have two girlfriends and then him. Wow. And then he and I have been together six years. So when you guys got together, were you already into um, the poly life? Or oh, yeah. No? I had a girlfriend when I met him. Oh, yeah. He wasn't. He, he was wasn't. not. He was like, what the fuck is this shit? Mm. Um, so <laughs> he is not not poly at all i wish he was oh. but he's not oh so he doesn't interact with your girlfriends um no not unless i actually actually you did he, he uh fucked with her titties this weekend oh. um that was like i was fucking her f- fucking her pussy and so he was like oh I'll fuck with her titties and stuff mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. yeah and and i i have done like a double blow job on him with someone before but it makes him incredibly embarrassed and that's why because he's shy and modest. That's prob- partly wow. why I do it, because it tortures him so. And he's, <laughs> he's got a beautiful package, so I like make him show it off to people, and he hates it. Uh-huh. So he got stopped at TSA uh, la- earlier this year because, because his dick is so big, they thought it was a hidden package. <laughs> so I call him TSA certified. <laughs> and so for years, I've been telling him he has a big dick, and he never believed me until uh-huh. he got stopped at TS motherfucking A. Because you know they they show you where they like where the package is where it looks like you yeah. have something hidden and it was right over his dick and they were like, sir, I'm sorry, you know we're gonna have to search. Was you. it hard? No, girl, he, he got big dick. <laughs> and, no and, um, when they got big dick, when they got a big, it don't even gotta be hard. No, it doesn't. His, his dick is like, even yeah, soft. His dick is bigger than most some I, guys' I dicks are. Right? right? See, when I see those, I'm scared. No, girl, you just gotta. No, girl. I gotta what? Because you always talk about you just gotta. And then I be laid up in pain going to the chiropractor. Do you I'm know, I just told everybody to you have advice. a big dick. I just told everybody you oh have a big God. dick. Look how ready it is. He's blushing. I know. This was amazing. Um, yes. Okay, Jane, so I have a question. When we talked on the phone, you talked about like taboo kinks. And you said you're basically into every taboo kink except for like the illegal ones, yeah. like bestiality and mm-hmm. some with pedo- what'd you call it? Pedophilia. Pedophilia. Oh, yeah. um, what is a taboo kink? So, taboos are things that are considered forbidden or naughty. Like, for instance, um, Perhaps seducing a nun or a priest would be considered inappropriate or naughty. So yeah. I would dig that. Have you that. done that? So that's so that's um, what taboo play is. It's okay. adult play. It's fantasy. It's like role Got play, you. right? So I'm not going to actually seduce a nun or a priest. That would be completely inappropriate and unconsensual, right? Mm-hmm. I don't have their permission to do that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I could. It's not a problem. I mean, but... we had a man on last week that was fucking a deacon in the church. Wow. But the deacons can have sex. The, nu- right. the priests and the nuns in the Catholic church, they can't have sex with anybody. No. They can't have relationships. And, and part of the fun in, in this is the escapism, right? Uh-huh. Like, yeah. there is no consequence to this, right? We are, we are enjoying adult play. So, for instance, we would negotiate what we want to do. So, Say I want to be, um, I want to be your mommy, and you're mm-hmm. gonna be my my baby, right? Mm-hmm. And what I really get off on is the abuse of power, right? So doing something inappropriate with like, with you know a priest 
molesting a schoolgirl, right? Mm-hmm. Not mm-hmm. in real life. Again, this yeah. is all play. Mm-hmm. So like that's an abuse of power or a boss saying like, if you want this promotion, you got to give me a head, right? That's the first one I thought of. Abuse of power, right? Or if you want to get an A on your on your science project, then you've got to, you know, you've got to produce an A for me, right? Abuse of power. So I would get off on things like that where we could role play where I'm taking advantage of my position over you, right? And for me to have a position over you, we've got to create this little world that does not exist. But let me ask you this. When you do the role play, because I definitely feel like I've been doing it wrong. I tried to do it this weekend. didn't really work out. And um, What you tried to do? I was like, I'm going to go into the shower and get showered up. He had just picked me up from the airport and went to go check in at the hotel. It was a sexy hotel. So I was like feeling all sexy. Mm -hmm. He was like, okay, well, who are you going to be when you come out? I was like, I'm going to be Drika. And then he was like, I'm not calling you Drika. And then I I don't know. It just popped into my head. I didn't know if it was somebody. I think it was because I got the ponytail. Okay. But here's my thing. When do you discuss that? Do you talk do I need to like talk to him about the day before we actually do the role play? No, there's no rhyme and reason. The problem is is you had not fully conceptualized your own fantasy. Uh, so how are you gonna expect him to jump on board and you don't know where the hell you going? Right? Yeah, like, who is Drika? Right. And it, you just said I don't know. So it's like you gotta commit to your character. Especially since it's supposed to be sexy. Is mm-hmm. Drika a sexy name? No. But you said like you have to talk about like your the I, what did you just say? You said you have to like go over your not boundaries. You used Yeah, absolutely. Word. You're gonna talk about your boundaries, your interests, your fantasies, right? So again, say we're gonna negotiate a scene, right? So what would I like to do to you, right? Mm-hmm. So I'd probably do something like what well, you're learning, right? You're in a learning environment, so you're a student, right? So if I wanna do a scene with you where you're a student, the first thing I'm gonna talk about is the things I want to do to you as a student. So I'm going to quiz you, I'm gonna give you a test, and if you do good, I'm gonna give you a treat. The treat could include the following. Right. Mm-hmm. So now I've given you a ch- list of things that you could get. So you're incentivized to play my game. Right. Mm-hmm. Whereas just saying, oh, we're going to play a game. Why should I play this game with you? What am I going to get out of it? Mm-hmm. So if you answer the questions right, I'm going to give you a treat. One treat will involve sucking. One treat will involve licking. One treat will involve kissing. Right. Do I have your attention now? Yeah. Right. Well, my thing is I'm a step by step person because I am. I think that I. I'm not going to say I'm going to offend someone, but um, (laughs) like, when do you have this discussion? I want to do role play so bad. I'm like, do you you, do it like right, like we're heading to the hotel, like, babe, when we get to the hotel. Because you were new, then you need to do it in advance. You need to talk to your partner. Like, babe, when you pick me up from the airport this weekend, I want you to act like my Uber driver. But this is the thing. This is a suggestion I have for you for my basic level of role play. It's not as serious as hers. Do it when you're sexting. Mm -hmm. Like, maybe you could introduce the idea of the role playing then and then start to build your character or whatever. And then when you see him, when he picks you up from the airport or when you pick him up from the airport be in character so should he, knows he be my time. uber driver because i want to start it off right you then. want him to be your uber driver like i feel like that's the only thing that would make sense so i so, mean he could be yeah get, it depends on the characters you're playing though because so, it okay. could be somebody you know you could get in the back seat and just be like if you're Whoa. going to do a successful role play scene the first thing you need to do is think about successful okay how do you make it successful is it going to be successful when you're coming off of a plane and you don't know what's going to happen when you come off that plane you might be funky, you might be tired, you might be hungry. Your play might have been mm-hmm. delayed, right? You may not be in the mood by the time you guys arrive at that point. The first time you're going to do a successful role play, you guys should actually talk about it. Okay. In person, face-to-face. Texting is great. That builds the fantasy, but right? But long distance. Let me finish. Okay, sorry. Right? So you're going <laughs> to turn up on you. She's about to I know, Let right? me finish. <laughs> so you're going to talk about it initially, like, I would like to do this. Is this something you're interested in? This is what I'm linking about doing. You guys agree. 
Then you start sexting. So he understands the context to what you're doing. This so we for. sext all the time. But we all I, and I also told him I want to do a prostitution role play Ooh. where he either picks me up on the corner or we do some bougie prostitution where on a safe corner. Obviously, I don't want to actually like the police pull up and now we go into jail. But like mm -hmm. or like I'm in the bar and I'm like in there. He pays me for sex. Have you negotiated what the sex will look like? No. Have you negotiated what the boundaries are? No. OK, because like. If you're a prostitute and we're going to do bougie sex, bitch, you still going to do the fuck I want you to do. Right. Mm -hmm. So if that's OK with you, make sure you're clear as to what's not OK and what is OK, because I might want to fuck your ass. Everything's might... definitely OK with me. Everything. But the other so part I can that shit in your face. Okay, I can shit I in your face. Well, he's not going to do that. But Are like, sure? I also want an envelope. <laughs> Of cash left on the corner. Wow. Of the fine with this that. is really about the cash. <laughs> <laughs> I'm understanding that you just really want to get the cash. I just have so, this like, obsession a... with getting paid for sex in like a in a role play type way. Well, then you should just be a prostitute. No, not in real life. Like I just want to. You've been saying this for a I, while. I really want to act this out, and we go through like a whole day of like this is what it is. A whole like, day of you, prostitution. A whole day of prostitution. Like okay, and, and like does it have to be with him? Are you? There is a certain person that I want it to be with, and so I want I it to be with I think you could try him. it out with someone else. See, like, here's the thing. I think, especially with role play, we get really stuck in our heads that it has to be this way. Uh -huh. And sometimes the, the best role play scenes are the things that happen on the fly with people you don't expect. Huh. And it's super hot because, one... It's definitely role play. That's not what you were fantasizing about. It's completely different. You weren't expecting it. It's so much hotter because mm -hmm. you weren't expecting it. And then two, if you do it with someone that has more experience, that can guide you so that when you're ready to crank it up with your boyfriend, you're ready to go. Right? Right now, it's such a Facts. big thing to that you like, like a practice yes. role play, like acting class. You're ready. You went to the acting class. Now you on set like action. Especially with someone who has done like a prostitution or something like that before with you, he can guide you and like show you how hot and then that way you can say like okay I know what I liked about that mm -hmm. and I know what I didn't like mm -hmm. and you can improve and talk to him about it so that he knows exactly what you're expecting and too. I can guide it because obviously if I'm going to be the prostitute prostitutes be guiding the shit they're like this is how much yeah. where are we trying to where are you trying to go you want to do what no that's how this let me see the cash that's not what we doing I do not take or cash or you don't have to cop up a little bit more okay. so it's really about the cash then <laughs> <laughs> like there's a lot of talk well, about mean, the cash and not at all about the sex. Role play fantasy. If, if you have, yeah. what is your what's your role play? Fantasy? I wanted to meet a man at a bar who I didn't know after a rough day and just fuck him like somebody I didn't know, but he was super fine. Was he married? And, no, he wasn't married. I was. Oh, this is the yeah. fantasy. Mm -hmm. I did it. Oh, it was, you did do it. Yeah. Oh, that, okay. I thought I've told this story. I, we felt so many. I know it's so many. It was probably so long ago, but yeah, this this is when it was successful for me because I told him ahead of time, "Hey, I want to do this." How far Next ahead time of I, time? Like the the day of, but in the morning, or like not days the day before. Of, before, okay. like when I was like, "Okay, I'm gonna be in town on this day. I'm staying here. I want you to meet me at the lobby because I have a fantasy that I want to live out." So. And he didn't ask no questions. He just went. He with asked it. questions. I said, "Don't worry about it. You'll know when I see you," and so it worked out. But in my fantasy wasn't like super detailed. Yeah, like he didn't pick I me mean, up on a corner. He might roll up on the wrong corner. I feel yeah, like my role play is a little bit different than y'all's role play. Are we like amateurs? No, I think it's I just different. I'm again. What's I'm into your role taboo. Play? So I, I've done you, a role play. Mine is up. just about like no. the character more so than the actual sex. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. So I have done role play with someone where I dressed up as their 17 year old stepdaughter. Oh, oh wow. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It and so different. that was fucking hot as fuck because, like, he could never act on those feelings. He 
married this woman. He never met this his stepdaughter until they were after she was in boarding school. He met her. And he could not act on it. It was this thing that he coveted for so long. Does it ever make you look at them differently, though? Like, you actually want to fuck your 17-year-old stepdaughter. No, he didn't want to fuck his 17-year-old stepdaughter. It, uh, what, what it was was it was like this forbidden thing that, you know, because when I met him, his stepdaughter was already, like, in her 30s, right? So, like, this was something that he just never acted on. It was a fantasy, right? But of her, her. That's what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm saying. So, like, do you ever think about it, like... Is a Bro, fucking grown ass man. Like, I'm not cool so, with it. So, would it be any different if any other man fantasized about a 17 year old girl? I'm not gonna lie. If you s sat there and looked me in my eyes and you were like, "I saw your 17 year old little sister and I fantasized about her," I would be like, "Probably can't come over anymore." I mean, yeah. like, so like, if she is <laughs> 17 currently, happen. yes. But yeah. like, this is someone who is not currently 17, right? This is an old man mm -hmm. who had, like, this is a fantasy he had, like. For a very long time, mm -hmm. right? Because he never acted on it. Mm -hmm. And it was like, you know, is this something you would be willing to do to dress up like her? Because, like, he'd never fucked her. Like, mm -hmm. so he, so again, this is adult play, mm -hmm. right? I guess when it comes to like the anybody who's not legal in age or even like people who have fantasies about fucking their dads and like how all the incestuous porn is super popular right now, it's like such a fine line between. When somebody wants to do that and what's the line between you just wanting to do it and what's stopping you. Exactly. You know, and so I think that's the part that we're like, oh, so now, like, really now, like if he, if he actually fucked his 17 year old daughter, that would be a, a non-starter for mm -hmm. me. The fact that he had coveted it so much mm -hmm. was clear he never did it. Right. Mm -hmm. yeah. Or else it wouldn't have been a thing. Right. Mm -hmm. It wouldn't have been this big forbidden like, oh. I mean, I remember I got it how I got into piss place because someone coveted it. Do you, do you like it? I was gonna now I you. do. Uh -huh. The first time I did it, I didn't understand it. I was at Frolicon. Uh -huh. I was playing with some guy and he was talking all this shit to me. He was like, yeah, I want you to piss on me. I was like, yeah, I'm going to piss on you. And he was like, no, I want you to piss on me. Like and for real. I, I was a baby dom and I was like, yeah, I'm piss on you. Yeah, I, yeah, piss on you. You just wait, I'll piss on you. It's hard to pee on somebody. I threw him in the shower. It really I is. stood over him and there was this, he was like, piss on my face. He was just like, wanting it and there was just something very visceral about it as soon as i started pissing on him i loved it i was marking him he was mine he was disgusting he was filthy covered in my piss and i sent him out sent him out the door and it was wonderful i didn't understand that feeling at the time mm -hmm. it wasn't until later on that i understood that it wasn't me that got off on it i got off on him his reaction to it to I, you being on yes him. Mm -hmm. that is what fueled me and so the first time i i actually did piss play with someone that understood their own fetish. Yeah. He had coveted it since he was four years old. What? When he was very young, his mother used to go to the bathroom, uh -huh. would keep the door open because he was very young. And when he was four, she started to close the door. And he and was like, Mom, I want to hear that beat. Yeah, like, what's going on in there? <laughs> and so it became mm -hmm. this coveted thing, this forbidden, naughty thing that Mommy was doing behind closed doors. So he started to get really into it. He used to study the taste of it. He would put his mouth... How is he studying the What was he doing in his study halls for because, the Because here's the thing. If you put your mouth directly on the urethra and, and take ingest the piss that way, it tastes completely different because... The piss hasn't touched the air. It hasn't oxidized yet. So what does it taste like? To him, he said it's sweeter. He says it's sweeter. Um, Have you, you ever tasted some pig? Girl, no, please. I'm a giver. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, like, I, I, I don't have that. For me, again, it's about the taboo, the forbidden nature of it, right? Have you ever watched the piss play porn? 
Mm-hmm. I, did you like it? Mm-mm. One time I I normally don't like it, but I one mean the time, squirting ones, but that's not no like actual like piss. piss. Mm-hmm. Like oh, one yeah. time I watched it, it makes me smell like a public restroom. Yeah, the, the smell just, is very. My mind yeah. it makes me think of a public restroom, and then it's just like next. That's yeah. why I have a, a perfect shower for that. So I will I will have him piss on me, but that's mm-hmm. again that's a taboo thing because where do you it's like so, him to piss? Like on my feet, we're in the shower, and I'll be like piss on me, and he's like ew, it's so gross, and I'm like no, do it. And that's the sadist in me going, no, I'm going to make you do something you don't want to do. And it's the taboo because he's so squeaked out about it, right? Mm-hmm. So, again, it's the taboo that I get off. It's the my partner's reaction that I that drives me, right? Yeah. If they think it's naughty or forbidden or provocative, then I'm like, mm, let's do it. Like, the more you guys are going like, ooh, that's horrible. Like, he wants to fuck his daughter. I'm like, I'm totally going to jack off to that later. <laughs> so, because, again, it's, it's the forbidden really weird nature. It's really because, like, the daughter thing, yeah, that fucks with me. But, like, I, I'm not going to lie. I enjoy watching lesbian porn. <laughs> and I, I typically go to the ones that are the stepmom and the their husband. Well, so, what's, what's, what's the difference? I don't really know. That's what I was I about to said, ask. I'm not into the daughter thing, but, like, I guess when it's the lesbians, you know that's not really nobody's daughter. Hey, that's my point. Age. I'm not his daughter, right? We, He and I are engaging in adult consensual play. I'm not related to him. Mm-hmm. Like, I have no relation to him whatsoever, right? I don't yeah. even look like her, right? This is fantasy. That's something that, again, he would not be coveting it if he had done it, mm-hmm. right? Like, he is a grandfather. He knows this is not a pro. That's kind of why it's so, like... Wrong. He couldn't even talk about it with anybody else, right? So, like, part of how we we are driven into this subculture is because we have nowhere else to go. Mm, we have nowhere yeah. else to explore this with, right? Because we're afraid of judgment. We're afraid of people going, ew, that's gross. Mm-hmm. Simply because he wants to fuck someone who's dressed up like somebody Pretending he used to, to know, be. right? I mean, I feel you. I also, before we lose time, I wanted to make sure we really do talk on the humiliation kink. Oh yeah, that is Kirby something said. that I you should have like come that. to my class I at Falcon. Like hum- the hum- I don't know how d- it probably goes really deep, and you probably really deep in it, and I'm probably at the <laughs> surface level. I know that I do enjoy being like degraded when mm-hmm. I'm having sex. Like I love a man that is first of all he's just all the way in it, and I do- that's something that I am comfortable with like directing. Like I don't if I'm with a man who's not used to like humiliating me, I don't mind letting you know this is what the fuck I want you to say to me. This is what I want you to do. Like I had to beg someone this weekend to not almost like kill me because like it was getting really deep like I like it Uh, to just get really like aggressive yeah and it's Mm -hmm. like you're also like acting like you're kind of gonna kill me and like saying really horrible things and I like it and I used to be like what the fuck do I like you why are you doing your hand like that (laughs) yeah he was choking me I couldn't breathe and I really was like I'm really gonna die I left the live show to go to but like <laughs> tell me about that how do you teach humiliation like why do we even like that there's a lot of reasons we like it right so um my class specifically focuses on sexualizing it right mm-hmm. making it hot making it enjoyable it's so hot so we like it because Kiki, do you like it it's forbidden i don't want to be humiliated i would rather humiliate him really yeah. do you not like somebody calling you a dirty slut no or a good girl or uh. a bitch 
No, I want to call him. Mm, really? Yeah. Well, maybe not. Well, sometimes I do. I See? love being called a dirty It's like bitch sometimes before. I like some things where mm-hmm. I'm the one that's in control and I'm the one that's being like the aggressor of the situation. And other times, no, I'm going to cry. If you call me, a, uh, I'm kind of sensitive. And so There's if we're having sex that. and I'm having a bad day and then maybe you didn't answer my phone call the other day, but then today you answer oh, yeah, and then you girl, call no, me a dirty right slut, I'm going to feel like right you really do think I'm a dirty slut. Now we need to stop and talk about this. So, so that's when you do, I can't play those when games. you do humiliation and degradation, mm-hmm. the thing I really recommend is what we call bookending. You book in the scene, right? So we don't just dive into that shit, right? Mm-hmm. So when when I'm gonna humiliate you or when I'm gonna degradate you, you know. Like there's a, a start point and an end point. And before and after those times, I always humanitize you, right? So I'm gonna call you by your name, call you beautiful things. But when we start, I'm gonna say, Are you ready? And you're gonna mm. say yes, and then it's over. Then you're see the niggas that be fucking. They don't. They don't know no, these no. things. They're, like, bitch, they're not thinking about it. They be like, "You my bitch," and I'm like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! No, That's I'm not. Super Who's aggressive. bitch? Wait a minute. Hop up. Hold on. Wait a minute. No. Let me talk to you a little bit about something that you guys probably both enjoy, but most people aren't even aware that this a form of degradation. It's called body betrayal. Are you familiar with that? Mm-mm. We'll explain it, and then I'll be like, "Oh, okay, uh, yeah." yeah, yeah I do. So it's when <laughs> it's when you say, "No, I won't. No, I don't want that." And then your body, you're wet. And you oh yeah, it, yeah, yeah. Right, mm-hmm. right. So when he's no, choking like you, that. you're like, "No, stop." See, that. There's not much I don't like. Oh, I'll right? do that. Like, oh, stop. I can't take any more. Mm-hmm. But I really want some more. Right. So that's a form of degradation, right? Because your body is betraying your true now that is desires. Fine. Right. Mm-hmm. So part's... you do like there are a lot of forms of degradation that people aren't aware of that they are totally into. They don't even think about about it right yeah. so people objectifying you talk about how great your titties are how much they would have fucked the fuck the shit out you girl i like, like that on tuesday one time i was Saturdays. in walmart and this dude he told me that my booty looked like it was eating my sundress and i my mind told me to be offended and i was and I, but i still gave him my phone number right <laughs> there you go you were totally objectified right that is completely being debased and that's wrong and forbidden and yet it excited you Right. So like we all love those different forms of humiliation and degradation. It's just about how you do it and the extremes that we go to to achieve the desired effect. Right. We see people that will ha- pay people to blackmail them. Right. They want that level. Where, of, where the fuck are they at? Can you teach that y'all, class? Girl, no. <laughs> <laughs> y'all are not in the community or else you like. We're not. Where are the community at? What's the zip code? <laughs> I'm about to move in. <laughs> Where? Oh my God. So if you guys are really looking for guys like that, you should come to Flair events because, so it's again, it's female led. So mm-hmm. all of the guys who are there, they know what time it is. They are specifically looking for women to dominate them, to boss them. I need to, to drink a little whiskey so I can stay dominant. You don't even have to. So like, here's the thing. You there is no formula. There's no formula for dominant. You can be dominant and be a little princess at the same time. Oh, so you're saying you can be dominant and still be nice? Uh, yes, and be a little. I am super nice. Nice. That's not what I was saying. So what what she's she's talking about? She needs to get like hardcore or something, which you don't. You can be bossy just just like this, honey. But if somebody. El, if one of the guys, like how you said when you guys met, mm-hmm. he thought that he was going to be running shit. Oh, that's cute. Now, <laughs> I'm saying I need to make sure I have my whiskey so I can keep myself together so to I won't let event. somebody switch it up on you me. You won't have I to would. worry about that at this event. Oh, because the people that are there. They, all the guys, all, all of them are there looking for dominant. They they are not trying. They want to give you control. They're this is like, October 5th. October 5th. Right. Literally, guys will come calendar. around and be like, here, here's the key to my chastity. Do you want to hold my chastity? I don't want to no. hold your chastity. I want to hold your Bentley. Yeah. <laughs> your condo. And you will find that as well. 
Again, most of the men that are looking to give over power to women are powerful in their own lives. I was just about to say, I feel like even when we, when I went to the sex, the frolicon, the women successful, the men successful. I was like, the tickets expensive. Yes. Why would you think that? A lot of people have told me, uh, and I believe it It makes sense because it's like, you don't want that all the time. Mm -hmm. Maybe. No, especially since like I have my own personal dungeon at home. Okay. It costs money to have your own personal dungeon. Right. So most of these people have money. Yes. Catch me and Kiki at Flair October 5th. Right? Okay. We out there. We looking for you. Especially since if you guys are really looking to dominate or at least meet people, if you keep swimming and you're fishing in your same fishing pond, then you're going to get the same fish. I know. I got to stay out these same little places. Yeah, we in Lake Lanier, bitch. I'm trying to be in goddamn the Atlantic. So we, we went to... Um, <laughs> He, he took me on a beautiful cruise for my birthday. He proposed to me in Belize. Okay? Oh. So again, y'all... You don't, he, he was working at a gas station. You can inspire somebody to get their shit together so that they, cause he a white man. He can make a lot of money. I keep telling him all the time when he's feeling down, I said, honey, you are white. You can do anything you want in this world, right? <laughs> anything you want, you can do whatever you want, okay? <laughs> if you want to fly, you can fly, okay? Because <laughs> you are white. And in this country, being a white man is very powerful, okay? Yeah, so yeah, again, indeed. you can find someone who, Maybe they don't start off as nothing today, but in three months, six months, they're working at a law firm making big cheese, baby, and you counting their money. Hmm. Well, well, I'll be a flair and I'll see. I'm going to try not to be picky because sometimes that's what gets me caught up. Oh, they've got some cuties, though. We had some nice talent last time. And again, it's men and women. Even the women are there looking for dominant women. Really? Uh, How do you think I got my two girlfriends? I don't want nobody breaking in the office. Breaking in the office. Okay, those are are virgins. Remember, those are virgins. Don't fuck virgins. Okay. Right? So these are people who have had sex with women. They know what time it is. They like, oh, okay, they're used to platinum So we're going to try it out. We're going to try it out. I'm coming to that bitch. That's a whole week for my sister's wedding. I'll need something to relieve my It's a day. It's all day. Day and all motherfucking night. Before we move forward, I just wanted to also touch on Fet Life. I had a woman hit me up in my, she's leading my DM. She listens to the show. Shout out to you, girl. And she was telling me about Fet Life. You're a part of Fet Life, right? Oh, yeah. Is it a pay to play type of website? Like, no. what is Fet Life? You just get on there and. Really? You don't know about that? I really don't know. So it's a free site. The you only thing is, up. you need to, you have to be you invited. You actually have to be invited to join. So somebody has to vouch for you to join because, oh. you know, nowadays people, you know, trying to crack down on that kind of shit. Mm-hmm. So like, no, it's absolutely free. And so it is literally Will the Facebook of kink. Absolutely. Okay. It is the Facebook of kink is what it is. Right. So it's not there for hookups. I mean, people try to use it for hooking up, but it's not really a, a good way I of hooking people up with promote, people. Like parties and stuff like hey. that. So when I was trying to find somebody who would be interested in coming on the show who does those sort of parties, I was like, let me make a profile. Let me see what's going on here. Mm-hmm. Let me meet some people. Mm-hmm. Um, and then try it that way. Because mm-hmm. I didn't know anybody in yeah. real life. And somebody who can... I think it was uh, Marla, actually. Mm-hmm. She was like, go on FetLife yes. and just check it out. Absolutely. But yeah, they promote stuff on there all the time. Oh, FetLife. I'm going to have to check That's it out. That's actually how I... So my events always get over 100 people there, at least, right? And it's mm-hmm. because I'm promoting on FetLife. Mm-hmm. That's the only social media I'm on is on FetLife. Oh, right? wow. I don't want on Facebook at all, right? So King, uh, Fet, Fet, FetLife is the face of the Kiki Facebook. So people, like I said, people use it to like hook up or whatever, but it's rare. That's not mm-hmm. what you use it for. You use it to keep up with what, what's going on in the city. So there's an event going on. I can pull up my calendar right now. There's an event going on every fucking day of the month Wow! in the city of Atlanta. I don't need to go to all of them. I mean, but there's, there's a lot of variety. <laughs> no, mom's going to be like, what happened? Um, Jane, oh what are gosh. some of your favorite kinks? 
Obviously taboo. I absolutely love. I love Jenna torture. Um, I love Jenna torture on yes. yourself or obviously you trying to do it on him. Yeah. So men and women, I like uh, cock and ball torture. Is that like you take a cigarette and put it out on their dick? I mean, that's one option. Wow. I, I teach a whole class on it. So I do a lot of different things. Most of the time it is I can whip the balls. I can slap the balls, cane the balls. Um, I see mm -hmm. hot on the on the dick and the balls. Um, chemical play is a thing. So much fun. So actually, well, this can you die? You're so cute. <laughs> You're adorable. I'm just like, chemical? I literally put Icy Hot on his cock and balls this weekend. That's what I was teaching in Florida was Jenna Torture and butt, and my butt stuff class. So, um, yeah, I teach a class on Jenna Torture that I taught for Frolicon. I teach mm -hmm. it almost every year for Frolicon. And then I, um, I happen to really love butt stuff. So I teach a whole class on it. I love to eat ass. I love, I love, I love doing horrible shit to someone's ass. I think I love eating a woman's ass more than I do a man's ass. I say that That's all the time because right? it's clean. I've Not never only that, it's a the ass. Eat some oh, girl God. booty. For I real. So wonderful. For Kiki's birthday, I got her a booty mug because she likes eating booty. Do you? Oh, good. So I got her a lot I of I like to try because they don't ever want me to do it. I know. They're so weird about and it. And I'm just like, if you would just relax. Do you like having release. your ass eaten? No, it tickles. <laughs> I mean, I don't mind what it, but doing? it tickles. Like, why are they tickling you? I don't understand that. Like, they're how? not purposely tickling me. It's just it tickles. Like, if somebody kisses or licks the it's back of my knee, it could be <laughs> like the back of my knee, which is something most people don't think about. It tickles, and I'm like, please don't do that. It feels good, but it tickles, and I need it to stop. Are you into pain at all? Mm -mm. She's not because I tried to get her to do anal. I love anal, and, and I, I'm still upset about it. I laid there like a starfish. Like I thought I was gonna die. I thought we were gonna get stuck together. Okay, so I can guarantee that I can do anal with you, and you love it. That's what my class is about. So my That's so, what she said too, but so literally, I, I've taught the class twice it's like this my year. My booty hurt now, and I take the I so the class specifically. I only use people that have never done anal in their life, mm -hmm. and I work with them for at least a month. And they a are, month of anal sex. You act like it's every day or something. That's what I was thinking. No, so I don't do it every day. So you the, are different. So the first thing <laughs> that we work on is what I, a technique I call pleasuring, right? It's mm -hmm. reassociating that hole to pleasure. So right now you only think about its utility uses, right? Mm -hmm. And so like I would make sure that like our first session that you would come, but you would come with something in your ass, right? And then after that, you would be required to only come with something in your ass to retrain your body that, that that's a good hole. And so when things are in it, good things happen. Right, and so you're looking like that until until I'm you trying, and I have two I've hours to know. But again, it's not like I've never. Have you tried, tried it. it with people who know what the fuck they're doing? No, no. Okay, but um, I also tried to get like a cute little butt butt because I was like, what if I get a? It was tiny. Okay, good. So if I get a cute small one and put it in there that has a little <laughs> rhinestone at the end, and then I have sex with somebody, I guess it's kind of like what you were saying, like something's in your butt and you're getting this pleasure. Yes. I knew the sex would be good. I thought it would be cute little surprise. I couldn't get it in. No, and and, and really, I it really, it up really good. The first time that you're doing anal should not be like with you having sex it needs to be you laying on your back super comfortable just feeling really relaxed and just letting the sensations happen you need to just lay there and let somebody else do the work so that mm -hmm. your body has no choice but to just let it go well i wanted to have vaginal sex just with the butt plug in there yeah you can yeah. absolutely that's what i'm saying that that's what you're doing is you're, you're just doing too much and expecting your body to get <laughs> get with the program because i'm i mean sadly she had a horrible director um i kind of told her to just jump into it and jump on a dick with your oh, booty no. hole. i didn't jump on oh, it the reason why i told her that was because I, her 
first experience was different. My booty is a loose booty. But you like it. She's, and I love it. And I can ride it. a dick with my booty hole. And the first time I had anal sex, it was not like I needed loose. I, li- I was just you like, like it. yeah, I just but she's already it. So she's already uptight about it. So the first thing she has to do is get out of her head of it. Like she, right now, she doesn't think do there's it. any possibility that she can enjoy it. I feel like it's so just going to close in. Right. So So right now, you have to take it out of her hands. Let her lay down. You would relax. She would close her eyes. Like, we would make it all about her orgasm. That's all she has to worry about is, like, we're going to have fun mapping your pussy. And so the last thing I'm going to do not is... Not actually me, you guys. I'm not going to put, like, something Someone. in her ass until she's ready to come, in fact. So she's going to be like, oh, my God, this is amazing. We're having a great time. And then I'm going to tell her, like, listen, we're going to start playing with this area. And, in fact, the way that I do it, I warm that area up so much, she's going to be begging for it to be put in. She's going to be like, when are you going to put it in? When are you going to put it in? You're the she. She sounds very I can give you references, boo. I can give you references. I believe you. Like, As far as your skill set, I'm just not sure about my body receiving your message. Well, Kiki, what kink? Would you like to try? Do you have a favorite kink? Is there anything you would like to, to try? Something I want to try. I'm really not sure. I feel like I'm still learning so much about different kinks because I'm constantly asking people, like, I want to try something new. I want to be open to try something new, but I can't even think of what I could try, even though I know I haven't done that much. Like, I feel like I do because all the shit I'm thinking of is basic as fuck. I think you would like some body worship. Hmm. Huh. It actually okay. does sound body yeah, worship. It does. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, does anyone want to know what would you what try? I want to try? Yeah, I want a nigga to smack me in my face with a thick stack of crisp blue Here face. Here we go. Hunnets. Here we go. <laughs> and that's that's my kink. I feel like anybody prostitution it would just be so much easier I don't, for you. Pros- I don't think it's a kink. <laughs> right. It's that a just struggle. sounds like you want a job. You just want a job. <laughs> <laughs> no, that really is a kink of mine. I would. Lo- I, I I have an obsession with strippers. I love the strip club. I love strippers like i do you know why would love to like even i said this like the other day at work um sadly i was talking to some friends and didn't know people were listening but i would love to have a stripper party and i actually am like the headliner and my friends who my key girlfriends that are invited they also are the strippers and we all strippers it's it's the unknown we don't get to go and twerk our boobs around and have you are an exhibitionist i'm gonna invite people and and they're not gonna know what it is but you I'm going to invite niggas with money. And then, like, they are just going to, like, start making it rain. It's like, happy birthday. And it's like, oh, but, like, come to the stage next. Come to the stage next. One night stand because it's her only night doing this. And then she comes. It's me. And then I'm a stripper. I'm a prostitute in the morning. And all the money just falling on me. This I love Cardi like B. It's like a fantasy. It is. It clearly so is. It's, clear, a, it's well uh, thought out. King, right? right? You, you've already uh, created notes. the scene. Yes. Oh, God. <laughs> funding. Well, good luck. Maybe mm-hmm. you get it next I, week. I hope for you your have birthday. all your dream, wishes and dreams come true. <laughs> that sounds lovely. It's great. Uh, okay. Well, um, I guess now we have to uh, move on to another segment, Indecisive Diane, before we get into the advice that you will help you. I can't talk. You will help us answer. It's the tequila. I've got to drink water. I'm the only one who had four drinks. I drank before I came. Oh. I just had a gla- glass of wine okay. or two, three. Okay, so we're going to have Indecisive Diane give us some good date ideas. She um, wished that she could have made your birthday dinner, but she couldn't. But um, apparently she still wants to talk about it because she said Steak 48 was amazing. So, Diane, tell us a little bit more about Steak 48. 
Hey, ladies, it's me, Indecisive Diane. And let me tell you about this place called Steak 48. I got to tell you live show listeners. I hope they went. Kiki, I hope your birthday was amazing. I ended up going there with a nice little hot young thing. Just call me a puma if you'd like. Okay, girl. So let's tell us about the place. So it's called Steak 48. I don't even eat pork, but I had a pork chop. Somebody ended up eating a piece of it. And I was like, who ate a piece of my pork chop? That shit is not cool. Don't do it again. So you guys, listen. Go here on a date with somebody that has a little bit of money. They have one in Houston. They have one in Chicago. I'm not sure if they have one in Atlanta. But here's the address. It's 444 West Timer Road, Houston, Texas, 77027. Ladies, go here If you haven't already, try it out. You're going to love it. They close at 10 p.m. on the weekdays, and they close at 11 p.m. on the weekend. So go there early, get a little drink, have a little food. You're going to love it. Thanks, Diane. No problem, ladies. Oh, Diane, I'm sorry somebody ate your pork chop. I know how that feels. That's some bullshit. Anyway, that is a great restaurant. I love it. Did you love it? Mm -hmm. How was your birthday turnout? Um, everybody didn't come. A lot of people canceled at the last minute, which annoyed oh. the fuck out of me because I told the people from the beginning, you don't RSVP. Yes, if it is a maybe, you put maybe. But anyway, I had fun. A lot of people did come. I was like, I didn't realize I had so many people that would want to even come. Mm-hmm. Um, you looked like a mermaid. Was, thank you. Um, it was very much like a Housewives of Atlanta dinner in so many ways, but it was fun. I took a nap at the table, so I'm glad we heard, were in the private Heard about room. that nap. Yeah, I was tired, and then I woke up to confusion. Mm-hmm. But it's all right. Um, it was it was a really good time. And thanks, everybody, who came or wish they could have come and couldn't make it. Um, so we're going to move on to advice. This is one of our favorite parts, me and Kiki's personal favorite parts of the advice, because people really be sending us advice, and we always let everyone know we're not professionals, we're not experts. Um, but so it's don't great. Send to, us nothing too serious. Yeah, don't. This <laughs> too serious. We're gonna be like, uh, go to your doctor. Yeah. Uh, get the therapist. Ask your mama. So it's great to have you here. Um, oh, mighty dominant, plain Jane. <laughs> <laughs> I have one pulled up. All right. Okay. It says I want some pussy, and I'm a married woman. Mm-hmm. Okay. So this she is says, perfect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it really is. Hey, ladies, please keep me anonymous. We got you, girl. Okay. How you? How you doing? In my windy voice. <laughs> um, I'm a longtime listener to the show. Long story short. Well, as short as I can, I am a happily married wife and mother of one son. My husband is handsome, caring, and a great provider. All that jazz. But my husband knew I was bisexual since he met me. He's fine with that, and we even do things with women together and have fun. But I've had my own one-on-one relationships with um, with women, and I'm craving and missing that emotional connection to a woman. The flirty text, sexy pics, makeout sessions. I want a woman to make love to me, period. And it's more than I can do with my man and a female for a one night stand. Um, so my question is, do I go behind his back and risk being caught to find a girlfriend? Or do I just keep being satisfied with the threesomes he offers me, which is nice of him, LOL, but I'm sure nice for him as well. 
Um, we have already tried to have um, to have me see a woman on my own while married. And after I dated one girl for about a month, he said he couldn't deal with it and I had to end it. Do you think it's a big enough problem that I need to leave the marriage? I always knew I loved women, but it seems the older I get, the more I lean further into the spectrum loving women more and more. I think about um, I think about them all the time and want one to call my own. I even tried to hit on Miss Coffee Bean Dean herself, slid into her DMs, and she hit me with what? the cartwheel emoji. <laughs> Guess that's a nice way to swerve. <laughs> you swerve somebody with a cartwheel? Nice. I doubt cartwheel on these hoes. Oh, my gosh. Okay. I have no idea what that meant me, the girl. Anyway, I attached a pic so you can see what I look like. And, Medina, that offer is still open if you are interested in going out on a date and seeing how you feel about spending quality time with me afterwards. So she I, sent a couple people. Oh, she went to Paris. Okay, you girl. Trying to fly a bitch out? No, I think that's <laughs> awesome, except that how you going to ask her out on a date and your husband ain't even giving you permission to date nobody okay so that's a little you you trying to get uh me killed right caught up in some drama so i think first things first if you really want to have a a, a good relationship with any anyone it starts with honesty right mm -hmm. so um i was exactly in the same position she was in i was bisexual i was having lots of anonymous sex or random sex with women but i wanted to have a relationship with a woman um but my husband was not comfortable with it so we had to figure out first why he was not comfortable with it before we could go on mm -hmm. i mean it doesn't work well to just say i'm not cool with it you got to end it first understanding why your husband has a problem with it will allow you to actually talk to him about it first work through the issue so that maybe you can actually have the relationship that you're looking for without having to cheat on him or risk your that relationship part. with your husband so I would recommend that you first understand what your husband's looking for, for first and foremost, before you start knocking on other doors or asking other women out because you don't have that to offer at this point. You can't offer a date up to nobody because your husband ain't cool with that. Right. And I find that you can only find happiness when you're truly authentic with yourself and the others around you. Oh, I wish mm. I would have got that part on tape. <laughs> um, and to address the cartwheel emoji, <coughs> uh, you're right. I give the cartwheel emoji when I don't have words to say. And I don't, I think you are very attractive. You are. She's very cute. But what y'all gotta know is, and I think this goes for me and Kiki, when you actively listen to the show and then you try to holler, naturally me, I get very, like I put up a wall because I don't know what you're trying to do. Mm, I don't know yeah, if you are gonna way. like fuck with me and try to like do some grimy shit and do- well, I, I don't just, even be thinking about that. Just I like, do, I always think everybody's trying to like do something bad if I don't really know you. And so the cartwheel emoji was just a night, what, nice way of saying like, you're pretty, but like, good night. <laughs> I find that people can be very aggressive who listen to this show and they want to taste. Of one of us. Mm. And it's just like, can you, especially the women. Really? And I'm not saying you will yes. never have a taste. I'm saying you're going Even to come in a little bit more. Some people I've met in person, it's just like, okay. Like, I, I've swerved a few times mm -hmm. on the internet. What? What? Can you stop? Because now it's getting uncomfortable. But that's a whole other thing. I think if you're really I, looking for women, you got to put yourself in places where to find women. Don't just go out hitting on random women and being like, oh, you cute. I want to fuck you. Right. That's why right. I said it's hard. Well, to I have fucked a couple women like that. They came on to me <laughs> when they were just like, oh, you cute. I want to fuck you. And I didn't do it. But it wasn't like they were like, hey, I listen to your podcast and I would like that's to fuck you. That's awkward. never going to work. If she's looking for somebody, she should try places like my sister's room where like oh. there are like women there who are yeah. also looking for women to date. But again, they're going to have the same issues. They're not going to want to get involved with somebody who's married, who ain't being 
honest with their yeah, husband. Yeah, so talk to your husband and figure that shit out first. I don't think you need to... If you feel like you're about to start cheating on your husband, though, for real, for real, you do need to leave. Because you shouldn't be doing that. You don't need well, to cheat. If you, who are we to tell you what you should? Right? Well, she asked us. She, oh, yeah. Oh. Well, I'm just giving my opinion. She did. So, she did. I'm cute. Okay, you next are. one. <laughs> I saved it because I didn't want to give it away too soon, so I saved it. <laughs> Do you have okay. one pulled up? Yeah, so this one says... Uh, um, okay. I am your number one fan from Paris, France. Ah, bonjour. I listen to your show religiously. I can't express how much you've helped me. Medina, I can't wait to see you on Temptation Island. Y'all, make sure you check it out. October oh, wow. 10th. Medina is on season two. What's up? Oh, God. I apologize. You have to make sure you watch it. I am now. <laughs> I apologize in advance for my bad English. It's okay, girl. I got bad English, too. As it isn't my mother tongue. So, I have an issue. This guy is 32, married with a kid. I've known him for about eight years, and he's been wanting to put me in his bed since I was, like, 15 years old. Mm. Mm. I'm 23 now. Oh. When I was a teenager, I pushed him away. Now, wait, now and then he would text me, see... To see how I was doing, et cetera, et cetera. Once he got married, he wanted me to fuck his wife. <laughs> wow. wow. really be on some Wow. <laughs> so, yeah. The guy wants me. Been trying for years and years now. So, last December, I decided to contact him as I was more open to do a married guy. Plus, this one. And see, the older you get, you'd be like, all right, I'm going to fuck some married niggas. Plus, this one is supposed to be an open relationship. So I don't really have a reason to feel guilty. I believe they're swingers. So after we met for drinks, we started this sexting thing, which was nice. We never had the chance to fuck because of our busy schedules. Then he told me we have to stop everything because his wife found out she has cancer. Wow, this took a turn. But we kept casually texting because we're friends after all. He came back about a month after, still trying to get in my pants. I was like, okay, whatever. Uh, first, uh, first of all, I don't know the wife. And second of all, I don't care if she got cancer. I'm just playing. She didn't say that. I just added mm. that name. <laughs> I'm like, wow. So wait, she said, first <laughs> of all, I don't know the wife. And second, if it's not me, it's going to be another girl. We kept sexting for a while, planning a week of great hotel sex, etc. And suddenly nothing, and suddenly nothing. Without an explanation, it stopped. I realized he had blocked me on Messenger Ooh. and on Instagram and on Twitter and on Facebook. Uh, you said it again, blocked me on Instagram. Means it's the wife, right? Now, two months have passed. I don't know what to do. I have his number, but he doesn't have mine. Should I text him? I mean, there's no animosity between us, and we've been friends for years. But still, is it weird if I text him? I really, really want to fuck this dude. Crazy thing is, he's not even cute or hot in any way. He's just so fucking intelligent every time he talks. I get wet. I looked it up. I guess I'm a sapiosexual. Me too. Mm -hmm. Please tell me what to do. Thank you so much for taking the time to read my message. I love you guys. Mm. Here's my Instagram. I noticed the show mm -mm. people would give their Instagram. I'm not going to say it, <laughs> but I will look you up and slide in your DMs to check on how this is. Because, girl, first of all, if you only trying to fuck this nigga, 
fuck somebody else. I feel like you already, you smart people. There's a lot of smart people in this world. You said he ain't even attractive. Girl, just find somebody else. He blocked you. He blocked you on all the social media outlets. Yeah, and he doesn't even have your number. Like, he doesn't want to be contacted. At all. So leave it. That's the thing. I don't understand why people don't use the information they're given. Right? I I think it's just because it's hard. Somebody tells you something, believe them. I think it's hard to be rejected. somebody want what you want. Mm -mm. Sorry. And she sounds like somebody... She sounds like somebody, and I wish you would have sent a picture, and I'll check out your Instagram. I think she's really... I feel like she sounds like somebody who's not used to being rejected, and she just can't take it. Well, I think the biggest issue for her is he's wanted her for so long, Mm -hmm. right? And so now that he... Like, you always want what you can't have, right? And now that she can't have him, she wants him even more, Mm -hmm. right? And so, again, I think she's 23. She's probably gorgeous. She's in Paris. Got a little tight pussy. Right. There's plenty of people. Go fuck. Go enjoy your life. change her Instagram because that's not even the name. Oh, Really? Mm-hmm. I just looked she probably it up. got nervous that she sent it. Yeah, now I'm going through everybody with a similar name. Like, wonder which one she could be. But well, yeah, girl, oh, just well. find some new dig. Yeah. You'll be all right. That's a library. And you probably not gonna <laughs> listen to us because you're 23. But I can probably tell you that that's probably not good dick he's got anyway. So you ain't missing nothing. Girl, you don't even know what you're missing. There's real dick out here. Oh, yes, there is. Well, if any of you guys ever need some advice, you remember you can email us askcocktails. Wait, no, askcocktails at gmail.com. Now we need to move on to our cocktails. Mm. And if you ever want to send in a cocktail, because we'll be going through droughts, send that email to cocktails.atl at gmail.com. Okay, so who wants to go first? I'm not going to lie. I've, I want Jane to go first because okay. I just want to hear what you have to say. <laughs> she asked us what kind she wanted to. She wanted us to tell or we wanted her to tell. Because she, she has all like, types. Girl, can we get a combo? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So um, this is this probably happened maybe six years ago. So we'll just call this uh, my first time with a Hitachi. Um, so I negotiated some play with a couple. Um, and they were going to tie me up. It was going to be lots of jolly good fun. So I went over there. They cooked me a lovely meal. Um, mm. And we went to their private dungeon in their home. And he, he began to tie me up. And he had wonderful rope skills. He was very strong. Took nice control of me. Oh. Right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He um, grabbed me and he put me up and he suspended me with my legs. Actually, he tied me up so my legs would stay open. Were you scared? Ooh. Oh, no. I was turned on. It was super hot. Right? Did you stretch first? <laughs> yes, I, I did. a lot of muscles. You need to do a whole yoga class. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, okay, absolutely. sorry. Go ahead. No, you're fine. And uh, his girl watched while we were, were having this wonderful sort of scene right and I'm a masochist so I really sexualize pain I really get off on it and so he is choking me he's caning my tits he is slapping me and I am living for it and all of a sudden he goes into his box of tools and he pulls something out something I had never seen before Mm. were you scared I wasn't sure what it was it looked like it might be something electrical 
Oh. So oh, no. Look, what you gonna do is untie me. <laughs> so it was long. It was long. It had a bulbous head plugged in and it vibrated. Remember what the story is called, right? My first time with a Hitachi. Right? Mm -hmm. So I had never seen a Hitachi before. I don't know what a Hitachi is. I thought it was a type of food. No, so a Hitachi. Right, that's something (laughs) different. A Hitachi is like a super mega vibrator. Like it is the vibrator of vibrators. It is the like the Bentley of all of vibrators, okay? So I had never seen one before, right? And so he brings it out. I'm thinking it's electricity or something, right? Mm -hmm. And he pulls it out and he starts putting it on my pussy. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? This feels amazing, right? And before I knew it, I had came and I squirted all over the place. This is someone who had only squirted once before in her whole entire life. He was loving it. He was like, yeah. I look over and her face was like, oh my God, oh the fuck, right? So like, oh, my God, what the fuck? This is nasty. Or, oh, my God, what the fuck? Bitch, you need to leave. This is nasty. Like, what okay. is going on? Right. So I did not expect this. I had no idea what, what the fuck was happening. Right. So I'm like wondering what the hell's going on. He's loving it. He continues. He's slipping and sliding around on my fucking come all over it. He's living for it. Right. He makes me come again. Takes me down. <laughs> I go home to my husband at the time. And I said, what's awful thing happened to me and he said oh god what happened did they hurt you did he used a hitachi on me it was awful i did not understand that a hitachi was a vibrator so i thought Mm. he had used some sort of electrical thing on me that was like (laughs) had broken my pussy and that it was dripping and and leaking and that's when i realized i needed to learn more about sex equipment and my own body well bitch here's the thing that i want to say about a hitachi i need a hitachi I it's have trouble coming. I think I need a Hitachi. Do you masturbate a lot? A lot. That's why you're having trouble coming. Lay off. You have trouble Lay coming by yourself off. or with someone else? With somebody else. That's because you're um, pleasuring yourself so much. Lay is off. Is that what it is? Yes, control yourself. Good gracious. It's yes. hard. But how do you come <laughs> so, to control yourself? You have to control <laughs> yourself. You're not so it's just, like, it's just like men who masturbate to a lot of porn. They have trouble having sex with women because no, I enjoy the sex it still feels good I just can't you can't come because you've trained your body to come only to you right you've conditioned your body to only come in so one what way what am I supposed to do before bed I don't <laughs> even live here so like no, 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 it's, so it's about one. finding different ways to have sex <laughs> some different dick. ways to stimulate <laughs> yourself right uh, local dick or oh, woman. No, no again, you like anal sex, right? Yeah. You like anal sex a lot, right? So you could probably train yourself to come without stimulating your clitoris. Oh, so just put my vibrator in my ass. There's so many different ways to come. The problem is you're using only one way to come. And so your body is because learning you know one is? way to it's come. It's just easier. If I'm going to try to like now make myself come from my booty hole, it's going to be so much work. Well, then quit bitching about not being over. Then quit my bitching. Booty it's goddamn I mean, you can't have it all. Right. Exactly. Uh, right. I'm going to try so, tonight. I'm going to try. Or you could bring your vibrator when you're having sex with that man. I'm just saying. This Get a true. little mini one. Or again... This, this is tools in we'll your toolbox. Learn different ways to come. Learn different ways to masturbate. Like, like again, if you do the same thing all the time, then you're training your body to come. I, I just switch up my toys. Get the same spot all the time. Yes. I do. I just like, come on. It's, it's almost like I fucking know. 
I know. So I'm like, I so I like, is. I've had to train not only men out of this, but women out of this too. I've had women partners who masturbate too much. And so when we have sex, they can't come. And it's like, bitch, listen, if you want to enjoy our time together, then you need to lay the fuck off. Right. So, again, so it's about train, like training your body to come in different ways. Like you only know one way to come. That's why you can't come. Okay, no, Jane, that is not right. Okay. And I know that you teach all these classes on fucking niggas. So, up. what's the problem? I come in different ways. <laughs> then you sh- then then great. Then do it. Then do it. Then stop fucking complaining. Your, right. Then stop making your clitoris so damn <laughs> desensitized. With my vibrator, I do the same thing every time. I right. do that bitch right there, like on the side of my clit, like spray my little. Right. Away. But when you're having sex with a man, you expect to come, right? Vaginally, right? But how often are you coming vaginally by yourself? By myself? Right, exactly. All the time. Well, vaginally, not clitorally. Vaginally. Oh, right. Oh, yeah, I don't really that do that part. You're By myself. You know the inside part. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that part. It doesn't right. matter. And that's the part that he's dick, stimulating. That's the part he's stimulating the most, right? You have to train your body. Just like. Why can't, but why can't, you just talked about this. Why can't I just train him? You absolutely can. But the problem is, you get in your own way. <laughs> You do it better than him. You're always going to do it better than him because you know your own body, mm-hmm. right? So you're not even giving him a chance to to get. So think about it. You have more experience with your body than he does, and you're not even giving him a chance to catch up like, because you're getting more experience each and every time, right? So like he's never going to be at your level because you you ain't level up, nigga. <laughs> no, I'm playing. I'm playing. I'm playing. Oh, or just again train your body to come vaginally so that when he gets in there, your body's already ready to respond to his dick. You're right. I feel like that was a whole another advice level le- letter. Um, yeah. So, Kiki, do you got a, a cocktail? Mine is very short. Okay. So, don't get excited. Oh. This, is, this one is <laughs> full, is of, email. full of disappointment. I had a, a story that I only halfway remember telling as a live show. <laughs> um, and we're way over time, so I'm not even going to tell the one that I was originally going to tell. But, basically, I was supposed to have a threesome when I was in Houston. My ass went and hung out all day for the Houston Sunday Fun Day, which is supposed to be this big thing, right? Do y'all know that both of us got drunk and fell asleep? Aww. You and the girl? or No, me and the guy. So the girl never came. Yeah, it didn't exist. It didn't happen. I was frustrated. The next day is Monday. Other niggas got to go to work, and I was just sitting there like... You didn't have any sex at all with him, at least? Oh, I did, but not that night. The day before I did, and the day before I did, but... Not oh, well. the night you needed it. Yeah, not the night I needed it. But mm-hmm. I'll be back in a couple of weeks. I know, I told y'all I'm on a short, sad. You live and... in Houston. That's so dumb. <laughs> no. Oh, okay, live in Houston. Mm-mm. So, say, why don't y'all fucking just here? So, my cocktail, I'm going to read one. The topic is, uh, the subject is, sex within five minutes or of, of every, of ever meeting anyone. Of, sorry, you guys, I'm drunk. Sex within five <laughs> minutes of ever meeting in life. So, she says, or he Hello, love the show, of course. And as a male listener, I wanted to give a cocktail myself. So let me just get into it. One time I was at a party at my boy's crib in college. I'm there a little drunk, getting twerks and conversing with people. I'm so glad you said conversing. Um, Nothing out of the norm. So at one point I head to the bathroom. Someone is in there. So I had to wait, of course. But this nigga was kind of taking forever. While waiting, I looked back up the hall and a girl was standing there by herself. So being the nigga that I am, I was like, I might as well catch a twerk while I'm waiting. So I pull her around the corner where I where I am because there was more space and she's just throwing it back. 
Um, while we're dancing, the dude finally comes out the bathroom. On another note, it's like November at the time, so it's chilly, and she's wearing a skirt. So I had a feeling she might be a freak. <laughs> Is that what niggas think if you got a skirt on in the winter? What? While dancing, I had my hand on her thigh and just kept going up and up and up and up. And she did not budge once. She actually moved closer. As I kept going up, I realized she had a thong on. So I basically made my way up and around and grabbed her ass. This be freaks. I meant to say creeps. She ain't even <laughs> tripped. And while this all was happening, I was getting so hard. Given that she had a skirt on and I had on sweats, the gray sweats, I know she definitely felt it. Eventually, eventually she starts to grab it and strokes it from the outside. Eventually, she turned around and kissed on my neck while still playing with it as I smacked her ass. I don't know what got into me, but I asked her if she was trying to go to the bathroom. She ain't say shit. She turned around and went straight to the bathroom. Once we go in, neither of us said a word. She just dropped to her knees and dropped my pants and she went to work. <laughs> Eventually, I just wanted her so bad. So I told her to stand up and turn around and we started fucking. Shit was crazy because I had never seen her in my life other than earlier in that party outside of the bathroom. And we started fucking in less than five minutes of initially dancing, dancing and ever meeting in life, bruh. Thanks for reading. Keep up the podcast. I love it. From a fella. Oh, from a fellow HBC grad, HBCU grad, Norfolk State University, a.k.a. nigga state. Oh, Why would you say that? If y'all want more... I'm more than open to tell more. I used to post my sex videos online from Vine to Tumblr. So plenty of stories with that. Thanks again. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> like a little shameless plug at the end, right? Just like, look, I Let got porn out there. If you want to check it out. <laughs> well, okay. that was a Maybe great Maybe you cocktail. should make an OnlyFans account now. I love getting cocktails from men because they rarely send them in. So that was really, dope. The men are shy. The men be shy. So shy, but oh well, whatever. Shout out to the ladies that send in the cocktails over and Shout over again. Out. Don't send it more than once because then we will repeat and read it. We're not going to remember. Jane, if you have anything you want to plug, if you want people to follow you or find you somewhere, plug it now. Plug it now. Absolutely. Um, again, I just want to remind everyone about the Flare event on October 5th. It's at 1763. It's going to be an all-day event from 1230 during the day to 5 o'clock. And then we're going to open up again at night from 8 till 2 a.m. So, oh, yeah, it's going to be all day heaven and hell. So if you like some heavenly delights, I would highly recommend that you come out and see us and find out what sexual domination is all about. Where do you like out. go to like get tickets or whatever you, oh, you need to do to go? You just show up? Just show up and get you a ticket. And where is it again? It's Say at the- 1763, 1763 Montreal Circle in Tucker, Georgia. That's the address of 1763. Mm-hmm. And that's the name of the club as well. So you I really had to put it yeah. in my, in my now, calendar. Now let me ask you this. We will buy some tickets, mm-hmm. but can we get some free tickets? Me and Kiki? You and Kiki? Yeah. We can, I'm sure we can do something for okay, y'all. Okay, cool. We can sure, I'm sure we can do something for okay. y'all. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially if you bring some some delicious eye candy. And then we'll promote. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. And okay. listen, contact me and we'll see what we can work out. Okay. All right. Well, if nothing else, any other announcements? Um, as normal, you guys, uh, October 10th 
Actually, correction. October 3rd, I did not know this, but October 3rd, they are showing the casting special for Temptation Island Season 2 mm. on USA Network. Make sure you guys check that out so you can see how I got casted for the show. And then October 10th, that is the premiere of Season 2 of Temptation Island on USA Network at 10 p.m. Make sure y'all watch me. I know a lot of black people don't watch Temptation Island, but I'm trying to let them know, like, I can get y'all some black viewership. So make sure y'all watch it. Okay, well, on that note, just remember to send in your advice letters to askcocktails at gmail.com. Send in your cocktails to cocktails.atl at gmail.com or if you're interested in sponsoring. And we will see you tomorrow or Saturday. At the live show yeah. in Dallas. What's Ooh, up? I After hope party it's not too hot. Sidebar Shit. Dallas. And oh, it's yeah. free to get in, Brad. All night? All night. Okay, so don't be blowing up our phones talking about we don't walking you in with you. It. Just show up and we will meet you there. <laughs> we'll see Please you. beat us it there. It is my birthday weekend, so if you want to bring me a present, uh, bring it. <clears throat> <laughs> okay. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. I'm sorry, but the person you called has a voice mailbox that has not been set up yet. Goodbye. Bye. 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 Goodbye. Bye. 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 Bye.